High Fidelity. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. High Fidelity. All right. So, um, hey, everybody. I don't know what date it is. It's April 27th, 2017. And we have a pretty uh, interesting show. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I'm uh, trying to launch the chat, just so that you know. Um, But yet again, uh, I'm having some technical issues. Uh, So hopefully it is going. There we go. So the chat is open. Um, If you want, you can refresh your page. It is April 27th. This is um, the QBO show. And um, my name is Stacey Kilball. And I open, own and operate Kilwell Services LLC. I'm also founder of Stacey K Academy, which is the sole sponsor of our show these days. Um, you can go to StaceyKAcademy.com. We have another session uh, running in just a couple months. Um, let me see. I'm trying to open up my show doc. Richard is my guest host today. Richard Ropa is here because Woody um, is actually doing Q&A for the VCon, the virtual conference, the Intuit VCon uh, was yesterday and today, and so he is uh, doing that. Richard, how are you today? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's been a great, great week. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. You got anything exciting going on? Um, a couple things, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of work this week with Clockshark. We are um, announcing our brand new uh, partner program, which they're not calling a partner program. They're calling it the ACE program. And they've got all kinds of nice goodies for pro advisors out there, including a free account for anybody that wants one. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, so Clockshark, if anybody is interested in Clockshark, we just had um, Cliff Mitchell, the CEO of uh, Clockshark, on I think last week. We actually did a pre-recorded show. I ha- I'm just going to say I'm remiss in that I haven't updated the archive page, um, but you can get a link. You can find a link to that interview. It was it was last week. Um, if you just go to Radio Free QB, Radio Free QB until the show is done, it's going to be on the homepage. Um, but once the show is over, I'm going to move that show and this one to our archive page. So uh, there's that. Um, I'm trying to figure out uh, which number our guest is calling from because I have three extra numbers, and I'm, I'm not quite sure um, which one uh, is, is hers that she's calling from. So uh, <laughs> uh, if someone who maybe Vanessa is listening or Mindy or somebody from Intuit, because uh, we have Prita Luago uh, from uh, Intuit, and I'm sure I butchered that name, and I will be corrected when we bring the guests on, but we're going to be talking about the new project management um, tool or feature in QBOA, QuickBooks Online Accountant, today. Uh, I've had access to it in beta, so uh, I have a couple uh, specific questions that I want to ask uh, about it, um, but hopefully, um, I, again, I don't, I don't know what number she's calling, and there are three numbers and I just emailed Vanessa. My apologies, you guys. Um, Richard, uh, what, you know what you can do? I'm going to go. I'm going to go screen a couple of these. I'm going to go talk to them, and I'm going to go do some screening. Um, maybe you can talk a little bit about Stacy K Academy Roundtable while I go check these out and see who's who. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Absolutely. Um, it's not a 650 number. Uh, Vanessa just said it's a 650 number and it's not. Um, so, okay, you chat about Roundtable. I'm going to go see what we've got going on. <laughs> you got it. So, uh, <laughs> we do, we do, for, for Stacey K Academy, we do a Roundtable every other week. Uh, first Wednesday and third third Wednesday of every month for 90 minutes. And what it is is a group of pro-advisors who basically act as a, um, a self-policing advisory group. And they help each other. And they, they work through problems. And they deal, with, uh, they deal with all the same things that every business owner deals with. Um, they just have somebody to listen to them and help walk through the problems. It's, it's a really... Um, fascinating group because everybody in there is a pro advisor and so all the experiences are uh, both familiar and similar uh, but at the same time everybody's in a different place with their practice and I sure hope Stacy comes back soon because I don't have that much more to say about Roundtable other than um, we are starting the next session in uh, two more weeks, and it is $309 for six sessions, three full months, probably the best deal you're ever going to get. Stacey, are you back? Yeah, I am. So I figured it out. Expecting a 650 <laughs> number, and I got not a 650 number, which is usually a Mountain View number, but this is um, a Plano number. So um, I'm going to bring her on. Excellent. Rita. Is this you? Yes. This is me. Yay. <laughs> so Good show. And thank, Hi, Rita. And thank you and thank you very much for um being so patient. Um I'm gonna have you uh introduce yourself so that you can say your name properly because Woody and I have a long seven year history of butchering um our guests' names. Um so I'm going to have you introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you what you got going on at Intuit. What do you do at Intuit? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, and thank you for having me on. Um, like you said, my name is Parita Luoto. I'm a group product manager and innovation catalyst at Intuit. Um, I've been at Intuit for about six and a half years, always working in the tax space, and then um, really focused on working with accounting pros and QuickBooks um, most recently. So. Lots of close partnership with uh, many of our friends out in Mountain View. So um, between the Plano and Mountain View sites, we are uh, really focused on uh, working with our accountant partners. So super thrilled to be on today. I'm really excited to have you because this is kind of a big deal, this, this new product. I've had access to the beta, so kind of cool. And um, we have a couple people in the guest in the chat room. So if anybody has any questions while we're talking to Parita, please let us know in the chat. Um, we're more than happy to um, interrupt, rudely interrupt her and tell her that she has a question. Last <laughs> um, uh, question. So, I know, right? So the first thing is, um, I kind of already dropped the ball, but the QuickBooks, the QBOA, tell us what, it's pretty big news. Um, what, what's going on, and, and what are you guys introducing, and when is it officially going to be launched? And just give us the details of, about, well, basically why you're here. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And um, yeah, I agree. I think we do have some really exciting, exciting news to share. Um, so we are rolling out practice management capabilities into QuickBooks Online Accountants. Um, in fact, we started uh, this week um, with bringing a first set of tools to a small group of users. And like you said, we've had a, um, a really tight-knit group as our beta testers over the past two weeks. Um, and we are looking forward to making this available to all QuickBooks Online Accountant users over the next couple of days. Nice. That's pretty exciting. And um, I know Richard has one question. Um, hang on one second. We, we have like a show doc that we use. Um, hold on one second. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so uh, yeah, I do have I, a my apologies. I'm sorry, I, I was I was muted there for just a second. My sincere apologies. So Parita, um, is this available for every pro advisor? Yeah, so this is um, coming into QuickBooks Online Accountant. So this is available for anyone who's using QBOA, um, and this is uh, a, something that, of course, you know, QBOA and now being a global product is for our accountants and pro-advisor partners in the United States, in Canada, um, UK, France, and Australia. Excellent. Now, nice. so um, it doesn't, what about, oh, go ahead, Richard. Everybody or just the firm user? Okay. So this is for, for everyone who uses QBOA. So um, maybe if I uh, back up a little bit and tell you a little bit more about what practice management capabilities are there. Um, sure. then uh, we can think about what's, what's most useful to everyone in the firm. Um, so again, you know, when we're talking about practice management, totally fully integrated into QBOA, um, as well as then being um, mobile enabled, just as, as QBOA is. And the focus is really on um, bringing in a new work dashboard um, that's going to give uh, accountants an overview of their workflows. Um, the project, who's working on what projects, which clients are they for, um, and making tracking that work effortless across the entire team. Um, so the, um, the firm owner, as well as all the members of the firm, um, can see what they're working on. And the goal of all of this really is just to, to give, you, give accountants confidence that nothing's falling between the cracks. Um, because we've heard, you know, so many times and we understand how important it is that you, you don't want to miss a deadline. You don't want to ever let a client down um, because something slipped through the cracks. And so that's really been the, the focus of why we've um, brought the practice management capabilities into QBOA. Nice. That's so, and there's no additional cost, right? It's just part it's just part and parcel of QBOA. So if you have access to any QBOA, if you're the firm owner or a team member, you're always you're just gonna have access and there is there's no extra cost, right? Right, absolutely, absolutely. Just like QBOA is free, um, all of these practice management capabilities are at no cost. Nice which is one of the reasons why we love QBOA. I was doing um, some of the sessions. I did two sessions for VCon today, and one of the, I did Section 3 and Section 4, and Section 4 on the certification exam is all about QBOA. And um, it's really kind of fun to see, to, to wa just watch through the Q&A, the realization, because they'll say, well, what about this? And how much is this going to cost? And uh -huh. you explain to them that QBOA is, is free, 
whether or not you're a pro advisor, if an, a client, in, you know, if someone invites you as the accountant user, QBOA is free, and with QBOA comes a free QBO plus with payroll. And so kind of watching them, uh, the questions come in and, and watching them work through that is, is pretty interesting. <laughs> um, so oh, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be a really nice surprise. It'll be a really nice surprise for, you know, some of those people. We had, I mean, close to 500 people in both of my sessions today um, who are new to QuickBooks Online and, and QBOA, and they're, they're starting out with this tool. Like, they're, they're right out of the gate. They get this um, basically a task, a task manager. Um, and, a, and aside from um, additional costs, um, I, I know Richard has some questions because he's kind of a – he likes to get into the, the details about um, app development and, and kind of digging into that. So I know he has a, a question about that that he's chomping at the bit to ask. I, I am. Sure. Thank you. So, you know, when, when developing practice management apps, there's a lot of things to look at and take into consideration. So wondering what, what kind of details and things the, the developers look at so they make the best experience for the accountants out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, as with most things that we develop into the place we want to start always is as close to the, the customer as possible. Um, and we do that not just through um, surveys or conversations or research labs, but we actually spent a lot of time um, side by side with accountants in their offices, observing how they work today and, you know, in the office with the folks in their um, team in the office. And so a couple of things that we learned there um, that uh, tied in directly into uh, how we've built and created practice management is that, you know, number one, and this is no surprise to uh, I'm sure anyone um, who's listening who's an accountant, is that this, the work that's done um, is completely deadline driven, um, and the number of deadlines is just insane. Um, you know, there are the those hard deadlines um, that come for all the different compliance work, and then there's kind of internal deadlines to help meet those deadlines. Uh, so that was number one. And so number two, of course, is knowing that these deadlines are so critical in order to deliver um, for the clients, accountants have developed um, a variety of tools and processes to try and stay on top of them. Um, you know, so and as we were uh, visiting accountants, what we saw was, you know, we would see that there's usually a high-level Excel spreadsheet um, that a firm owner might have, and they'll sometimes pass it around the office or employees might update it. Um, then there's also weekly or daily meetings going on to find out, you know, how's the work progressing? Um, is so-and-so doing the, the step that they need to take care of? Is it getting handed off? So there's an Excel spreadsheet. There's a conversation. Then there's often large whiteboards in offices to try and keep track of, um, you know, what's happening with each client. And sometimes there's digital tools. Um, you know, we see a lot of folks trying to, to use Outlook calendars or other tools to, again, make sure nothing falls through the cracks. Um, so we've got all these deadlines. We've got a bunch of different kinds of tools to try and stay on top of them. But then third, what we saw is that these tools themselves just require a ton of energy and effort to try and keep them up to date um, because, you know, oftentimes the moment something happened, the tools are totally out of date because someone has to go back to the whiteboard and update it or check the Excel spreadsheet or, um, you know, update the information in the Outlook calendar. And so, Trying to stay on top of the work with these tools just was exhausting. In some cases, it's costly. Um, and then you're never really, at the end of the day, sure where, where's the source of truth. Um, so we took those kind of three important observations, that there's a ton of deadlines, 
Uh, lots of tools and processes try and stay on top of them, but those tools and processes themselves um, are overwhelming. And bundle that into um, uh, how we created practice management and try to solve those problems. It's it's insane trying to keep up with all the tasks in some firms. I, I I've seen so many people do so many different ways, just like you're talking about. And it's crazy the amount of work that goes into just making sure that things happen on time. So how did you guys solve that challenge? What what are you doing that makes it that makes it special and different and better than the other stuff that's out there? Yeah, great question. Um, and so here's what the, the part that we're really excited about. Um, so in starting with these new uh, uh, practice management capabilities, uh, there's, there's three big things that we started with to try and hit on those three big problems. So number one, um, practice management, this work dashboard within QBOA is there to provide a unified view of the work for the owners and managers and the team members. Um, and you can have all of your initiatives in a single dashboard. So accountants will be able to track the work by the, the clients um, or the due dates, see the status on each of those tasks, as well as see who in the office is working on them. So that's one, a, a unified view. Uh, number two was that we tried to make it really easy to create the tasks and update the information on the tasks. So we try to build efficiency in there because we know time is so precious and the last place you want to spend a lot of time is trying to maintain uh, the, the um, tracking of the work. So a single unified view and then we try to make it as efficient as possible. Um, and make that the single source of truth um, with the connection between QBOA and QBO. And then thirdly, we know that in addition to the work that happens inside the firm between the different members, working and collaborating with your clients um, is also a really important part. And oftentimes clients are providing important documents and input um, so that accountants can complete their work. So number three was that we wanted to make it really quick and easy to send document requests and messages to the clients directly uh, from QBOA. And then the clients would be able to, to view and respond to those requests uh, within a brand new section of QuickBooks Online called My Accountant. Um, and so you know, we know uh, from, again, a lot of time that we've spent with accountants that sometimes that gathering of data from especially tax clients um, can take up you know, a tremendous amount of time, and so you know, up to 65% of the time of preparing a tax return can go into just gathering and entering data. So we wanted to make sure that that ability was there too. So the three big things, again, were to try and create a single unified view, a single source of truth of what's the work, uh, make it as efficient as possible so it's easy to make updates, and thirdly, you know, making it, uh, again, centralized, a single place where you can work with your, with your clients. I, so I love the concept like that. of the, the the new section called My Accountant. Um, how does the user get notified? Is that email? Is that in in product? Um, is there a wait, 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 a, a wait, back up, back up, back up. You have you, wait, 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 Richard. We got to back up and give context and explain what you're talking about with the My Accountant. Oh, um, she just mentioned My Accountant. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. I must have missed I, yeah, that I can talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, no, I'm happy to talk about it a little bit more because it is, um, uh, it's going to be a significant part of this. So within QuickBooks Online, so QBO where the small businesses are, we've added a brand new section to QBO called My Accountant. 
So it's going to be in a really prominent place in that um, left-hand navigation, which is we, that's, we know that that's where small businesses go when they're navigating around QuickBooks. Um, and they'll, they'll see this new My Accountant space, which is where all the messages that accountants send, all the requests for documents um, will go. And so when those requests are sent, um, they will notify the small business via email. So the first thing that they'll do is get an email letting them know that, hey, my accountant's sending me some information, or they'd like for me to send them some information. So that email is going to catch their attention and direct them into QBO, where they can then respond um, or upload documents. Nice. Excellent. Now, when they respond, how uh, is, is there one central location inside of the practice management program? or are, do you have to go to that client in QBOA? Yeah, so it's going to come straight into the new work section um, in QBOA, so in the practice management capability section. So um, accountants will be able to see when a client has responded and be able to take a look and see, you know, did they get an answer to the question or did their client provide the documents that they were waiting for? Awesome. It sounds fascinating. I, I actually cannot wait to see it. Yeah, I wish there was some way that we could flash images of this um, uh, to, the, to the audience here. So we're going to have to do the, our best with painting pictures with words. I Hang on. I, wanna, I have a couple questions now, Richard. It's, sometimes it's hard to do the show because we don't have visual cues. So I have to. We have to just tell each other to shut up. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> we just interrupt. Um, so um, one of the things that I want to say is, I've, like I said, I've had um, I've had access uh, the beta uh, access to the beta, and one of the things that I thought was really cool is the first time I logged in, I already had jobs, you know, or tasks. Um, and I'm going to ask you a follow-up question about jobs and tasks in just a minute, but. I already had jobs in there, and what I thought was really, really cool about that is the project management, and when you log into QBOA, you'll see that little work tab on your left nav bar in addition to the pro advisor and the clients and all that stuff, and so when you click on that work, what I thought was really cool was it looked at my client's QBO data, and it created some jobs already for me. Um, that were based on the payroll. So it, it told me, hey, this payroll is coming up this week and then next week, and it kind of went out a few weeks, and I thought that was really great. My question, and I haven't had a chance to talk to anybody, and I'm glad you were on the show, is one of the questions that I had is, I think that's really great, but the problem is, um, is it an, my question is, is it an all or nothing? Because if the way that our firm works is, if we are processing payroll for our clients, we're using Intuit Online Payroll. Generally, mm -hmm. if our clients, I mean, as a, it's not, there are, there's a couple exceptions, but generally if our clients are processing payroll, they're using QBOP and, or QB QuickBooks Full Service Payroll, and we don't really have to worry about when the payroll needs to be processed except for one or two clients. And so what I was wondering is, can I go in there and say, yes, I'd like you to pull in the information from QuickBooks, but can I pick and choose which clients that you do that for, that it does that for? Do we have that functionality yet or capabilities? Oh, yeah, that's a great – yeah, oh, I love that question, Stacey. So one, 
um, you, you highlighted something that I didn't mention is that that connection between QBOA and QBO enables us to do some really cool stuff like that. Um, so we pull in and create um, the, well, I'll call them cards to help try and create some visuals. Those cards mm -hmm. these projects um, and drop them into your, to your work board for, like you said, the next payroll due date um, is one. Another example of a card um, that we would bring into the board is, for example, if a client has um, a lot of unreconciled bank transactions. Um, so just highlighting those things that, um, and trying to bring awareness to these uh, pieces of work that you might not know about, know about otherwise. Um, and so where we're starting, uh, Stacey, is that it is right now we're bringing it in for all your clients. Um, but the other point that I want to make around that is, of course, that all of this is just a starting point. Um, so you know, while we're really excited and think that what we have created solves some of those really big problems, um, we know that this is just mm -hmm. a start. And so we are hungry for the kind of feedback that you're providing, um, and we hope that we will get from um, other users uh, and other callers that are listening here um, to help us to continue to um, evolve practice management. So we absolutely welcome that kind of feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, I have a whole bunch. Speaking of other users. Oh, sorry, Stacey. Oh, I was just going to say, I, usually I the people that I work with at Intuit, the big joke is, tell us what you really think, right? Because I, <laughs> I definitely, there's <laughs> not a whole, there's not a big filter. Um, if it comes into my brain, I usually, especially with the dev team, um, so <laughs> anyway, I will let you know. That's I have a couple perfect. of other yeah. that I, I'm just wondering if it, uh, if it does. But I know, Richard, go ahead. I know you had a question um, because we have a question from the chat room. Absolutely. I was just going to say that was a big segue, Parita, you know, saying that it, it's first rev and you're looking for feedback. We've got one, two, it looks like three people in the chat room have asked um, the same question, and it's about recurring jobs, recurring tasks. Can you add those? Yes. Yeah, so while what we're starting with does not yet have the recurring flexibility, um, it's one of those things that we um, absolutely heard about as we were doing um, our research. And we know that so much of the, the work that an accounting office does is repetitive, whether it's quarterly, annual, or monthly, um, or on a more frequent basis. So yes, that is definitely on the, on the horizon. Awesome. Well, that's good because awesome. we like recurring. Us yeah, accounting nerds, we really like recurring. Yes, totally. We we hear we totally hear you on the uh, efficiency and helping to save time, and we know that that would be um, something that would pack a big punch on that front. So, um, just to what I think is really uh, what I wanted to ask you about um, jobs uh, versus tasks. Do you want to? I don't. Do you want to kind of talk about that and then? Because um, I, well, I'll let you explain the difference between jobs and tasks in that, and then I have a little bit of a follow-up question about assignments. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the idea of jobs and tasks um, are to help create kind of a hierarchy in the work. So with jobs being the uh, top-level hierarchy, and thinking that a, a job may then have multiple tasks in it that can be assigned to different members of the firm. Um, in order to get that larger job completed. Um, and nice. the job itself can have a due date. The tasks themselves can all have their own individual due dates as well. 
Um, and then my follow up with the assignment. So you mentioned that you can assign these, you can assign a whole job, and then you can create a job, and then in those jobs you can add tasks to finish the job, and you can assign those to team members. How do the team members get notified about that? And my second question to that is, do the team members, when they log in, do they only see the tasks that have been assigned to them, or do they see all of the jobs and tasks? Got it. Yeah. Um, so a couple of really good questions in there. So the um, uh, one way for uh, members to, to get notified is just when they log in and, you know, we'll go take a look at their workforce, whether they do it on their mobile phone, um, since it's mobile ready, they could check it in. Uh, check it first thing if they wake up in the morning or on their way to work um, and have a quick view as kind of what's, what's due that day, what's due that week, what's due the next week um, or the next 30 days. Um, so they'll see those populate onto their um, onto their board. Um, as far as being able to filter who's going to um, see which tasks, um, I think initially the view is going to be kind of for everyone um, in the firm. Okay. But I'm going to go double check on that one. I know the teams um, have been working on that because. Uh, We've also heard the, the feedback that it would be nice maybe sometimes for just to kind of limit the views um, versus having everyone take a look at everything. Um, so Stacey, let me take a note on that one and let me get back to you guys and see and let you know exactly okay. where we're on that one. Well, and I know you can filter the view by a specific user, so, but what I think would be really neat is if when I have, you know, uh, one team member log in, it's probably going to be I think a better experience uh, if they only see the tasks that have been assigned to them rather than, and I may not want everybody on my team to see all of the tasks that have been assigned to other totally. team members yep. too. Yeah. So yep. that's, um, I, I really appreciate you um, checking on that and following up. And as soon as I get that, I will, to all of our listeners, I will post that up on the Twitters and I will let everybody know. But I know that, um, Richard has a he has a question, and I just saw him put in the chat that he's going to tell me to keep quiet. So I'm going to shush because <laughs> there's a really great question in the chat room. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Stacey. So I, I actually won't tell you to shush, but um, so um, one of our one of the very favorite regular listeners asked uh, a great follow up about. Um, while you're still building out um, recurring tasks, while while they're waiting for that, is there a way to copy tasks so that they can, you know, even if they have to do it one at a time? Right. Yeah. So even though that won't be in the initial rollout either, um, it, it's definitely something that we're hearing, um, and you should look to to see that in the near term future as well. Okay. Excellent, excellent. So this is basically V1, okay. right? So this is ver this is V1, yeah. And it's gonna get it's gonna get as Richard and I always say, it's gonna get way better. Absolutely. So our definitely our way better. Continue building, continue building that capability. But you know, what we we've heard from as we've been engaging with customers and also from the the beta group, Stacy, that you're a part of, is that um, with uh, practice management capabilities with WebWest already there, um, it already helps to solve some of those problems that we talked about initially. Absolutely, there is 
uh, opportunity to make them even better, and we're, um, we are on it. Um, but we believe with what else, what's already there to start with, um, it can help solve you know, some of those pain points for um, the firms where we saw just so much energy and effort going into trying to just keep everything in one place, trying to give everyone visibility into, into what's going on. I, I, like that. I just have one more question that I, I want to ask. So um, let's pretend that I'm a client. Stacey has just sent me a client request. I want to hear really the, the use case examples for uh, what, what the new practice management functionality will do in that situation. Okay. Um, so thinking about, let's say Stacey's working on um, – preparing um, uh, something for you, and she's got a question um, in the, the middle of it. She needs to get a document from you. And so while she's in QBOA um, and creating, perhaps she's cre in the process of creating the, the job and the task, um, she realizes that there's a step in there that just can't be done by, by the folks in her, her firm. It's got to be something coming from you. Um, so just by clicking up to create a request, um, she's moved into a flow that's got, um, you know, your contact information, your email. There's a space right there to um, type in a quick message and say, hey, Richard, I really need to make sure that you send me the receipt for that large purchase um, so that uh, I can get this work done for you. Um, she has a chance to preview it exactly the way that you're going to see it before she sends it. Um, and then hit send, and it's off to appear in your My Accountant space in QBO, um, as well as sending you an email so you're going you're gonna to know that she needs something from, from you. So that sends that off to you. And then at the same time, um, it's going to create a, a card for Stacy's work board um, that says, hey, we've got a request out to Richard for the copy of the receipt for that large purchase that he made. Um, and she'll see that, that that's now in progress. Um, when you log into QBO and go to My Accountant Space, you're going to see that message from Stacy, and you're going to be able to upload a copy of that receipt and hit send. Next time she comes into QBOA and goes into her workspace again, on that card, um, she'll see that there's an update um, indicating that you both responded, and then um, she'll see a little uh, uh, number go up next to the paper clip icon there, and that's going to let her know that there's also something been attached. Um, and so she's going to be super excited because you responded really quickly with exactly the document that she was looking for. Um, and so as she opens that up, she'll, she'll see the um, uploaded document that you sent over to her. Now, I, I want to clarify because a lot of people who are listening probably have not seen the program. When you are talking, and I haven't, so when, when you're talking about cards, um, are you talking about like Trello-like cards where they can be moved around, or are you talking about or like Wait, wait, wait. Let's not, let's not bring up another app. Let's, I want to say, are we talking about like the cards that we see in the bank feed? There you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and Stacey, uh, Stacey, if you don't mind, so you've, you've seen – See it yourself. Is that a, a yeah. good description of that? Yeah, it actually, so when you log in, each one of the jobs, uh, or if you add tasks, you'll see them in columns. And so when you, when you first log in, you, or when you log in and you click that work 
tab on your left nav in QBOA, you're going to see the just little boxes, and each one of those boxes represents a job or a task, and so you can, you know, kind of view the status. So if somebody's working on it, they may have marked it in progress uh, or completed, and you can filter it by just by a specific client. You can filter it by a specific uh, team member. Um, or you can say, hey, I just want to see the jobs, or I just want to see the tasks. So there's a, lot, there's a lot of different ways that you can see it. And for those of you who are out there that haven't seen the beta, they're very, very similar to the when you go to the online banking screen in QBO, the cards for each account at the top of that screen, only they're, there's just columns and they're date-driven. So you'll see this week, next week, you know, three weeks, four weeks, um, and 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 oh, it's really easy. Yeah, it's a really easy interface to take a look at. And um, what I'll do is I'll I'll post a screenshot um, so that you guys can see exactly what it looks like. I'll, I'll put that screenshot up on tw on the Twitters in just a minute. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and what you know, really, what it was all inspired by was that as we visited accountants' offices and we saw these whiteboards and we saw the Excel spreadsheets. Um, you know, we, we saw exactly that. We, see, we saw those columns representing um, work that's due today, work that's due next week, um, work that's due the week after that, and maybe up to 30 days out was really kind of the general time horizon. And then within those weeks, the uh, individual pieces of work, just like you, you've described, Stacey. Exactly. I know Richard has um, one last question for you. While so I'm getting that screenshot, I'm getting a screenshot while he does this. You're getting a screenshot now? Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pulling up all right. right. So, Farida, what, what is on the horizon for practice management? What else do you see happening? Yeah. Um, so we're going to continue to focus on uh, giving accountants confidence that nothing is going to fall between the cracks. That's really um, mission number one. And we want to get rid of that fear that something has been missed. Um, and so we want to go from you know, this place of all the work and tasks and everything are disconnected to bring it into a single view, into, into one place with um, a, an easy, transparent way to see what's happening across the firm. Um, and so that's going to continue to be the focus and building off some of the uh, great feedback that we'll continue to receive from our customers, um, continue to build on the capabilities. This is totally just the beginning. Um, it's a really robust beginning, but there's um, always opportunity to make it even better. Um, and that's the, the way that our team is going to continue approaching this. Nice. I can't wait awesome. to see what's coming. And I want to say thank you for taking the time to come on. Um, and let me know anytime you have my email, you know how to get a hold of me. Anytime you guys have some some new stuff that's coming out with the with the project management, please let me know and we'll have you back on. Oh, awesome. We would love to do it. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I really appreciate it. Okay, so Perito, it's Luago, right? Am I saying that right? I'm just, I butcher names. Luato. I apologize. Yeah. I suck so yeah. bad. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, we really appreciate it. So everybody keep your eye open when you log into QBOA. You'll see a new column on the on the left nav. When you log in, you'll see your clients, you'll see your team, you'll see ProAdvisor, and then you'll see another tab that says work, and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I do want to mention some of our upcoming shows. Um, next week, we have Matt Donaldson from Expensify. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I'm sure he's going to mention 
the uh, Expensicon that is uh, coming uh, next year. I believe that, well, if you haven't heard about it, I'm just going to wait for him to come on the show and talk about that. Woody will be back next week. Um, on the 11th, we don't really know what we're going to be talking about, probably the latest QBO updates. I don't have a guest scheduled. We will be off on May 18th because I will be traveling. I will be on my way back from um, doing QBO uh, cert prep uh, training in Atlanta. And then on the 25th, we have the amazing, not that Matt Donaldson isn't amazing and that our guest today wasn't amazing, but um, we'll have the <laughs> wonderful uh, and lovely Maddie Reeves from Fathom uh, HQ. Oh, Fathom wonderful. Reporting. She's going to be, yeah, she's going to be our guest on um, the 25th, and then that first week of June is Scaling New Heights. And so while we probably won't be live, I, I don't really know if we're going to be live because I think I'm going to be traveling. What I'm going to try and do for you guys, Woody won't be at Scaling, which just breaks my heart, but um, what I'm going to try to do is get some interviews with some, as many people as I can, and we'll do a pre-recorded show like we did last week with Clock Shark and Cliff Mitchell. So um, Richard, do you have anything that you want to say before we go? I don't have anything I want to say. I'm sure there's something you do, though. Uh, the only thing that I have left to say is... Um, Talk to them later. <laughs> See you guys.